Well, it's almost Trav's birthday. Oh, no. Indeed. Yep. Can we embarrass him? <laughs> Should we light things on fire for him? He trimmed his beard. Doesn't he look good? Looks much better. Very hundred times better. He started growing his beard. He started his he started growing his beard when the Rona came on. It was a Rona beard. What made you what made you take it take it off? What's it's a protest beard? Oh, pro- oh what made me take it off? Yeah. Well it's gross. Yeah. Um You just got tired of like food in it? It starts to stink. It starts to stink? <laughs> well, he doesn't do anything to it. Like there's products like there's beard oil and you can comb it and beard I have, oil. I, I have like a, like a hot oil. brush so you can still be straight. Like he did nothing. Hot brush. He did nothing to it. You so have a curling iron for it's your beard. It's not curling iron. It's a flat brush that it, it heats up. So you can just have a curling iron. Right? It's a flat iron. iron. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going home. You guys can be rushed out. But is it, a, is it a flat iron or you straightening it it's out? It's flat yeah, and it has to, it's, it's like a comb. It's, it's, it's like a brush. It's like a hairbrush, but it heats up. That's it. I'm impressed that you have. That's I. I am shocked. I wouldn't care. I've never heard of that. I wouldn't care except for that it grows out of my head white like this and stripes, and sometimes it'll get like curly and stupid, and I hate the way it looks. And so it has it has to be made straight, and you can't do it with just a brush, and you can't do it with oil. You you have to Google this. Yes, of course. So basically, to your question, why did I shave it? Because he wasn't willing to do all that. That. Yeah. Well, you didn't shave it. You cut the mass off. I mean, you still have a beard. Well, this shaved, is the only acceptable well, length yeah. of a beard to me. Well, because, I mean, if I shaved it clean, it looks really weird. Yeah, <laughs> shaving to the skin, like, that, that's not... See, not, like, as an onlooker, that's okay, but Doug isn't allowed to have a beard. It's yucky. He's not allowed. No, well, it, yeah. See, my, my <laughs> beard is clean because favor, when I shampoo my hair, I shampoo my beard at the yeah, same time. Yeah, I mean, of, of course. I it's hair. It's not about the shampoo. It still stinks. It's not about yeah. the shampooing. You have to I mean, care it, for it. <laughs> but what's it stink it like? Garlic, and then it goes up. Was it, is that what you like? Get food odors that like build up in it, like because you no, get that on your does. clothes. <laughs> when I cook, and I cook like you know, simmer stuff yeah. with onions. It'll you'll have that smell. In your I have clothes. it like when I make something with garlic. Yeah. Like my hand will smell like garlic the whole day. It's that like. So did your beard absorb the? We don't have to worry about that with Wes because he does not cook. It's facts. Wes only works with Chef Mike. Chef Mike's always on the job. Hammer <laughs> helper. He does a good job too. I don't know. I just it just it just started to feel gross and funky. And and like I said before, like because it's not like you know because I grew that beard out since since March. I stopped mm. shaving in March. Yeah, as soon as like we had March, the Rona. March were some dark. When all times of our clients went away. <laughs> remember that? Remember that time <laughs> when, when the, 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 every time the phone rang, it was they somebody saying they weren't coming. Yeah. And then it just turned into like the sound of no crickets. Money in, it was money out. It was yeah. like it was like two weeks solid where the phone rings like, all right, you're gonna cancel? Okay. Yeah. Every and it was, was people canceled. apologizing. They were so sorry. They still do They're, that too. And like I tell them like, you can't. It's not your fault. You Jessica handled it the best because I just wanted to cry every single time they called. And Jessica's like, I understand. I understand. Yeah. That's what I do all the time. Yeah. People they call and they're sorry and like I'm not gonna make you feel bad for that. It's not. It's, yeah. it's not your folly that caused that you didn't make a mistake that made this happen it's nobody's fault all right it was terrible some guy in china who ate a, who ate a bat's fault still is terrible I, t- <laughs> I told you for february we have four dogs for the whole month for the right whole now month. for the she gets whole all month. the yeah, summer we don't have any dogs booked for the summer <laughs> <laughs> that's what she does that's we she should does. have dogs booked in february by now you guys all know that yeah, we should but we don't but so. we don't so we bake cookies and we podcast and we yeah. podcast <laughs> And we design mugs. And we make sweatshirts. But anyway, I would trim it and stuff like that. And then it starts getting 
just weird and then sometimes you're eating food and then like the beer gets like caught in your mouth and I keep Ugh, having that nasty. flashback. You know that flashback of Dan Aykroyd in Trading Places where he's like yeah. eating salmon? Uh, <laughs> he puts it in his Santa guy. It's like for that movie it's like the peak disgusting moment rock bottom for Dan yeah. Aykroyd. And that I said to these guys last night one of the things that I have noticed repeatedly in podcasts is how many movie references all three of them. Well, do. see, this is this. Is, she said this, and this is what I said. I've been alive forty years. You just now noticed that? No, I didn't. Or you notice noticed that it, it happens on the podcast? I, yeah, because I'm because re, I'm replaying and watching it. Yeah. You don't even get them all. No, she doesn't I don't get any of them. She didn't get any of them. I want to give her a dollar every time she does get one. I don't want. <laughs> I don't watch those movies. All those movies you guys watch. I don't even know what you're talking about. I told you, like Doug and I communicate like eighty-five percent in movie quotes. That's the relationship it's I want. Hilarious. <laughs> I'm remembering though about your beard because when we first were in the cookie factory and then you were growing your beard. And you said you weren't going to shave it until yeah. the Rona was over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He lied. He's a quitter. Yeah. But he got sick because of the Dan Aykroyd thing with his mustache in his mouth. Salmon in a beard is gross. Well, if, you, if your mustache gets in your mouth, then you trim it. And exactly. You, you do, I do that all the time right here because it gets in your food. They got those electric trimmers with the, with the comb thing, and you just... Oh my god, I've never heard of this technology. <laughs> this, changes, this changes everything. They have what? I immediately regret this decision. You can have a trimmer. I'm really curious about the flat a iron. Do you like pressing I, You know what? Go like I would pay money to watch him flat iron his beard. How much money? How much money? Five dollars. I'm not getting that for five dollars. You want to make it a hundred, I'll drive home. I'll go home and I'll get it and I'll bring it and I'll, and I'll shoot a tutorial video. I don't care. But that was, that was the longest I've ever grown it, and that was, like I said, it was just... The thing that sucks about Trav's length and my length, well, not Trav's length anymore, is that now, when you wear a mask, the mask, like, It's gross. Crimps yeah. it. And so when you take your yeah. mask off, you have, like, this crimp of wearing a mask. Yeah, yeah. talk to girls about a ponytail. There, there would be, yeah. like, there would be, like, a bend right here. That's, that, really for no, me... No, because your mask, look, what your mask would look like with your beard on is you look like a girl who stuffed her bra badly. No, to me... Because it's, like, all, it's all... To me, it looks like a guy who's wearing, like, a really tiny jeans string over his junk. Oh. And he doesn't, and he doesn't shave. Terrible. Yeah. Oh. That's sprouting, what it rhymes. Sprouting out He's green and he's on the beach. <laughs> this is my family. Yeah. yeah, just imagine, you need to, for this podcast, you should throw up that photo of Borat in the uh, lime green. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Very nice. Very nice. Terrible. <laughs> For, for visual reference. That's what it always reminded me of because it's like just like bushy and like. like now every time Wes puts his mask on, so he's going to, he's gonna go and shave his beard now. No, what I'm gonna do? What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna look into this. They have masks that are designed for dudes with big beards, and there's like a, there's like a gullet there's like a gullet in the mask. <laughs> so your whole beard will go into. It's so like it's, your so beard it's all bra. in the mask. Yeah. It's a beard bra. Yeah. No, it's it's like, you know what it's like. It's like it's it's like one of those bags for horses that have food on. It's like a feed bag, but it goes on your head. No, it's like dude underwear. They have like a junk pouch. I'm trying those too. It's engineering, like yeah. And down the rabbit hole. <laughs> That's what we do. Sorry. Welcome. Not sorry. But yeah, it feels better now that it's. Do you like it? Looks it? way better. I got you a feel... haircut like a real human being. And, yeah. Uh... Feel like a feel like you're ten pounds lighter on your Don't head. Don't be wrong. Like we'll see how long it lasts. <clears throat> I think about doing what he did all the time. All the time. All the time. I think about doing. <clears throat> I totally would. Cause that sounds like you should do it then. Well, I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> to just take it down to Trav's length. Like I might. I, mm, I had the, I had Tony Stark for a long time. It would look way better. Yeah, it probably would look way better. But uh, we'll see. 
Now, if you don't like good. the stripes, you could just comb in the just for men. And hey, what you, sucks? If, what sucks about a beard is you trim it off; it'll never grow back. <laughs> it just stops. You, you can't like experiment and like try new things. <laughs> so maybe I will. We'll see. Anyway, Travis's beard is deroned, even though de-roned. even though we aren't deroned yet. Nobody at this table has a rona. No, I mean like it's society. Like the world. Yeah. The world. <laughs> yeah. The true. world is still in the clutch of the Rona. <laughs> Be a long while too. Yeah, it will. I don't think it will. I was listening to some doctors talking today and they feel like like by April they feel like we might be in pretty good shape if we could have Everybody vaccinated. Plus, we have herd immunity from the millions that have gotten it and recovered from it. So they're not susceptible anymore. They said you can get it again. They said it was very unusual that people get it more than one time. Until it mutates. Mm. So they said with the people vaccinated and then with the people who have had it and and recovered from it, it's going to start put a break a break in the virus. Well, at least at least it should be like a break on the hospitals. Yeah, it's going to be a break yes. for medical personnel. Well, this week society. this week they had a decline in hospitalizations. They had a decline in ICUs. So they're hoping that after the holidays that we've gotten through that, and now so, the vaccine so is pumping says, out there. I've been waiting for they the holiday double spike after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. like after Christmas. Yeah, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Well, anyway, I still, wanna, I still wanna watch, I want to watch them talk about that ivermectin. I do too, but maybe they will. Um, anyway, it gave me some hope that maybe in April we could have like some kind of normalcy with, you know, there's maybe of, we could board dogs again. There's a lot of people booking for March. I don't know if it's just kind of wishful spring break. thinking. Spring breaks are already yeah. like a quarter. Yeah, I'm telling you, like the chatter is that people are mm-hmm. are going. Well, the unfortunate thing, even for Christmas, when we got down to like two thirds of our regular group, is that they were very short stays. You know, they would go for two to three days. Instead, the, yeah, a, a normally, the pe- we'd have people dropping off 16th, 17th, and stay until January 3rd. Right. right. Well, that, I mean, they're going to Europe. They're going on a cruise. Mm. They're, yeah. We and the, uh, like, like a lot of the March bookings, they are. It is pretty quick stays. So. It's short stays still. Yeah. yeah. But whatever. Take whatever I'll you take get. anything. Well, because people aren't doing Vegas, and they're not doing cruises, and they're not doing Europe, oh, man, and they're just doing not doing Vegas any of that. While, Seriously. Anyway, so we bake cookies. Very yummy. And yeah, she, she decided earlier that you know we really want to start making that oatmeal raisin cookie because Gross. after outrageous, she couldn't stop talking about that. I would, I would like to demand. take a poll right now on this podcast. The oatmeal raisin is the best. I cookie want ever. to hear a raise of hands of how many people want an oatmeal raisin cookie. Let's hear it from Team like Raisin. Yeah, yeah. Down, 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 down. I, I'd make oatmeal raisin and pistachio. Yeah, yeah. Look, look, we have pistachio. This house know, we is have divided. Oh, you want that all in the same cookie? Yeah. Pistachios in there. <coughs> I don't want to eat a raisin. I, I'm going to have to start making my yeah. own. I'll bake my Doug own. Doug will eat almost anything. He'll never eat a raisin. Hashtag Team Raisin. Team Raisin. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see those hashtags in the comments real time. <laughs> if I see 100 hashtag raisins comments, I'm going to Those oatmeal raisin cookies are amazing. So I make a good oatmeal raisin cookie. Know. Nobody knows because you won't make them. I always ask, I always <laughs> ask you to make them. As far them as I know, you're lying. Yeah. It is your birthday week, so if you That's want right. That's right. That's right. I'm surprised Funny. you didn't do your whole birthday month like Doug does. Oatmeal raisin is the only cookie I want to eat, and, and she never makes them. That's not true, so because he you. eats, the, he'll go in there and take the peanut butter cookies, he'll no. go in there and take the everything that is, cookies. That is, we're talking about a desperate man. There. That's right. <laughs> it's so sad. And there's nothing else to eat in the house. That's right. So 
Can't so. find anything else to eat. I still want to make the everything cookie, but not with the coconut. So I don't like coconut. Good. I hate I was, coconut. And I always, I think I'm gonna do it, and I'm just too tired after I made 50 batches of cookies, and I don't want to. It's good with everything in it. Oh, this is why it's called the everything cookie. I love it. I think I was like, that's the only thing I want coconut in is that cookie. I, I can't. There's no uh, no other instance I want coconut. No. Well, there is a and almond you know, joy, which is delicious. No. No. I, love I have that. an almond joy in my refrigerator. When Daddy was watching my house, I hoped that he would eat that sucker. Probably would have seen it. I didn't eat it. Ugh. Horrible. Yeah, that's good. <coughs> yum. It's yum. I don't even know yeah. where I got that from. I wouldn't eat that if that was like the last candy on the earth. Oh, really? That's how I, I feel about it. I would eat it right now. I would too. <laughs> <laughs> too bad you didn't bring it. <laughs> I'll, next, next time, I'll, I'll remember. I got some downstairs, Laura. right? I don't think I beeped. No? No. Somebody you still beeped. beeping a red light? Yeah. Yeah. Is there a, is there a timer that's running on the front? Difficulty. Counting? Yes. Okay, you're fine. It felt like it came from over here. That's good. I can't see if mine has a timer or a counter on there. It's probably I got a red light blinking. Well, in this podcast, <laughs> I painted I painted Bessie Pearl's toenails pink. And then you got paint on Kitty. And Kitty's got pink toenail polish in her hair. And Bessie has a big pink stripe <laughs> on her belly. And That's what you get for trying Bessie to has cute. a big pink stripe on her belly. He's obviously, I, they weren't dry, and she brought her back foot up there. Anyway, one of the things we're going to talk about in this podcast with the Mrs. Galloway over here with us is, and because we have this group of dogs that we got from the valley, <laughs> there she is. Pink pot and nail polish <laughs> for <her> belly. <laughs> and this group of dogs that we got from the valley, my lord, we could talk about a little bit about all of them because well, I don't even know where to start with the valley. Well, you know, you say the valley. So in Texas, it's clear. Yeah, because the, the valley island. in SoCal is right. where we lived, but the valley in Texas is... Exactly. It's right there on the so screen. It's on the we, screen. When we're, oh, here. when we're talking about the valley, the valley is made up of nine cities. Um, Brownsville, Harlingen, Westlaco, Far, McAllen, Edinburgh, Mission, San Juan, and Rio Grande City. And they're all in very close proximity to each other and also to the Mexico border. Literally, you can walk across in McAllen. Mm-hmm. You walk across the border there. And people... <coughs> from Mexico work in the valley and then go back home at the end of the day and you know people down there go over there to shop they go to the doctor in Mexico it's cheaper mm-hmm. huh. you know it's just it's very common um, it's like San Diego Tijuana for us I guess no no that's way far yeah, away pe- no she's talking about a way more casual you can't do that in San Diego <laughs> well people come across the border though to work they come across, they go on wow. both sides of the border all day well, she's long saying you just Walk across. Yeah, you can walk. You can across. walk across. You can walk San Diego, Diego too. Yeah, I walked across it. All right. Right into Tijuana and wa- and walk back out. Tijuana. No, it's Tijuana. No, well, she's saying there's nothing there. Well, I'm sure there's border patrol oh, there. Oh yeah, no, there is. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, there's it's not like huge... they're walking across like the stream Rio Grande River. Yeah, there's like a. <laughs> I don't know. A walkway, you know, for people walking across, and then lanes for cars to yeah. go through customs. And oh, okay. That kind of thing. I thought you were describing like an open rural setting. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Okay. Just, it's just like the TJ border. Okay. But the cities down there that we're speaking of that are right on the border of Mexico, 
have prolific dog problems down there. And not all of these cities have their own animal shelter. Like multiple of them um, contract with the city of, you know, Edinburgh. And so the dogs get rounded up in these other cities and then brought to the the shelter. Which isn't a terribly uncommon thing. I mean, even up here, like McKinney doesn't have its own animal shelter. They contract to Collin County and, you know, that's just kind of what people and do. And Anna Once. doesn't have a doesn't right. have an animal right. shelter, so That's they correct. go to, they go down to <clears throat> Collin County in McKinney. Um, but but even theirs that they're contracting to is well, there's not various kinds of shelters down there. There's yeah. you know there the, the PVA PVA PVAC PVAC Palm Valley is is pr- probably is the biggest one. It is, and it and it it handles a lot of dogs from those various cities. But some of those small cities do have their own shelter with relatively zero in funding and many of those dogs that end up in a shelter in there i mean because i think everybody envisions like this nice little shelter where you can go look at the dogs and see what's up for adoption and yada yada and many of these aren't open to the public right and a lot of them are out you know they're outside yeah you know it's not like what you would see here in dallas where all the kennels are inside that kind of thing or they're inside outside where they have a run that goes outside and that run that comes inside these dogs are just outside in a pen right well there's that one that somebody we got was they're like sheds or something outside and like nobody's even there and they had to go that's here that's south south of dallas Uh, i think mm, i hate to give a city name but i know i remember that too i think it's either wilmer or near wilmer a lot of the images we have in our head of what the shelter of the valley is is, those are old like they've they've built new facilities so what we're thinking of might not be there anymore oh i think they're very much there in the valley i know they've built stuff so i don't i don't know a lot of them you could they're not allowed to shoot pictures of because raquel's told me she don't yeah it's bad news in there like, and if you don't want anyone to see pictures of it, you know it's bad. Yeah. Well, and I think they've been burned before. You By know, social like, media. Yes, and so they don't, it's it's not that anything nefarious is going on necessarily, but they've it's been this. burned with somebody coming in and taking photos and then putting them up here. And, you out know, of context. Well, a, a, these dogs come in off the street into these shelters, that, and the shelter has no funding. Right. If the dog is injured or I don't know what. Sick, emaciated. Sick. I mean, know. we had that one pup that need, w- that we took out of there that needed its leg amputated. Remember that? Um, that Terry and Cal asked if we would. They went and got that pup out for us. And they had been in there for like a week with an injured leg. Is that Baxter? No. No. Um, so the public will see stuff like that, and they're appalled. That there's no care for this dog. Why don't you do something? Why don't you? What you know? Who's who's you? Yeah, who is you? Who who is the who's the person that's supposed to do something? The people that are down there, working in there, they don't. It's not their fault. There, it's their. It's it's their job. They don't have a vet. They don't have the. There's no money. They They come. They come to work, and what are they supposed to do with no tools? Right. Right. So they're they're providing the dog a safe haven to not be on the street and giving it some food and some water. But there really isn't anything else that they have to offer. Right. You know, a and lot of those little shelters, it's it's like, aren't they like like village cities where they're are they overseen by? I mean, are any of them manned by Mexico or is it no. no? No. It's all the state of Texas, right. or the but county, I guess. Rescuing that goes on down there, they do rescue <coughs> street dogs from Mexico, and they'll bring them over. You know, 
and a lot of those dogs get sent up north. Yeah. So the same people who are rescuing Texas dogs, because I mean, literally, it's right there together. Dogs walk across. Yeah. Sure. You know. Yeah. Right. And, and wind up there. And if you've ever been to Mexico, there, that you know, there's Mexican street dogs that are, they just hang out. I mean, that's just their life there. So. Well, but that that concept translates over across the border. Yes, too, be, where because you dogs. also have to address who lives in the valley you know who are the residents of the valley socioeconomically what kind of people are down there and a a, and i'm not going to say all of them but i'm going to say a large portion of them are very poor and and this portion of texas is one of the poorest regions in all of texas Mm. a very you know (coughs) low socioeconomic you know area where lots of people don't have the resources to care for themselves or their kids or their children and so of course a dog is going to take you know a back a seat. five cool. back seats exactly. back there yeah. nobody so even even if they care they don't have just, any they just don't have the resources and again this is not ever you know we preface all this by saying this is not everybody down there of course not. this is a <clears throat> significant problem i always feel uncomfortable area. when we talk about it because you know you know there's you know, there's caring in, people in, in, there. In, 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 anywhere you live, no matter what city you're in, man, there's nice parts and there's bad parts. And we're definitely not saying like this whole port's terrible. I mean, no. there's plenty of nice places over there. Yes. Like, so I have I have a friend mm-hmm. that lives down there. Yeah. We know lots of great people that live down yeah. there. Oh, I mean, this is Raquel told me this. We were ta- Raquel is um, a lady that we work with who transports dogs up to us. And she said, you know, just a lot of the mindset is, you know, my dog's outside. My dog gets run over. My dog gets run over. My dog gets pregnant. My dog gets pregnant. You know, the dogs are just roaming in in the streets. Mm -hmm. This is, again, not every dog, but that is a mindset. Right. It's just that there's just bigger fish to fry, you know. Well, it's just, I mean, if you're raised that way. Culturally, it's a a cultural issue. Exactly. If you're raised that I way, I mean, a, I think it's a multi thing. I think there's I mean, even, a cultural e- part. Honestly, yeah. In 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 addressing the the, <laughs> the the cultural part, like I really want to say this to where there are many different cultures who feel that way, who feel that way about just dogs roaming. Some cultures, actually, I would say all cultures wrapped into one. They all have these things where they think dogs should just roam around. They think dogs should just live outside. They think their dog's te- te- testicles are their testicles. You know, I've been on I've been on European pages with with mastiffs, and they think that altering a dog does, has no behavioral ish, like side changes, effects yeah. changes at all. And I'm like, are you crazy? Yeah. Like, <clears throat> so there are m- many different cultures and many different um, you know places where where people will have these thoughts. Even on our own page, I've seen it multiple times. On our own little page in in Anna, there's like a little Anna Town page that's just its own thing. Mm-hmm. And some dogs posted they're lost, or you know somebody picked up this dog. And then <clears throat> there's always somebody that jumps on there, male or female, doesn't matter what race they are or who. They, it, it's you you see it all the time. Oh, I wish they just let that dog roam. You know, it's like, man, th- we're looking at a post right here where this dog was found, and there's a four-lane highway, people yeah. going 50, 60 miles an hour, it's right there on the curb. Yeah. You don't just let that roam. You know, first of all, the dog's going to get hit by a car. It's terrible for the dog. 
But second of all, man, that's like super dangerous. Mm-hmm. I drive that for the road, driver I drive too. That road yeah. all the time. I don't want it to be like half dark and I'm tired and then something. Co- oh, she, now you know? you're dead. And I'm like in somebody's living room, you yeah. know, be- because man, it's just like super dangerous and unsafe. So there's a lot of different cultures that 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 you know just have this lackadaisical aspect when it comes to dogs. Well, and my I mean my f- family that you know is the majority of them is, are are from Missouri, and. I mean, that's just how it was with do- dogs. And we see that out here, living out here. Yeah, we have you know, neighbors. We have yeah. neighbors whose dogs are roaming. Well, I found one on the road. Yeah. I, I pass dogs loose on the road every day on my way up. Right. Yeah. Every single day. It's it's just kind of the norm, you know, that dogs, it's, a very, it's just uh, a dog out there being a dog. Yeah, it's you a know? very more country, rural kind of a, um, right idea. If the dog dies, the dog dies. Oh, yeah. well. Yeah. You know, I kind of like it. Kind of like that dog, but, but if something happens to it, it's not devastating to them or nothing, you know. And again, and this is not mm-hmm. all people. It's not all people, but, but I think there's a higher incidence of that in this region. Correct. And and take that in with, you know, a socioeconomic issue, you know, a cultural issue, uh, just this is how we feel about dogs issue. And you've got the full gamut, yeah. you know. Yeah. And it's and a it's real re- fiesta. It's really difficult to compare some of the cities that are down there with the city like Dallas mm-hmm. who you do have the tax base and you have the resources to have you know a nice shelter and plenty of staff and supplies you know right for what you need they don't have that there they're working you know not all these shelters have resources that are on a shoestring right yeah. and they can't provide I mean there's a couple of these cities where you know, the dogs go in, and there's only two ways out. Out the back door because they've received a needle, which is euthanasia, or they leave out the front door with the rescue. Yeah. Those are the only two ways. And they don't get the needle down there. They get the heart stick, which is worse. Well, we don't know that. We don't know that. Mm. <clears throat> and whenever you have that situation, it's a, it's a small shelter that doesn't have funding for spay and neuter clinics. So if there's no money to spay and neuter before sending them out, they'd rather than they get them get euthanized than to go back out and be populating the streets right. more. Right. So, you know, the, they're in there, and depend depending on how crowded they are, how long they can hold them for in hopes that a rescue comes and gets them. And this last group of dogs that we got was, you know, sight unseen because we asked Raquel to go in there and what's in there tell us what's in there right because there's not even a lot of networking that's happening there's and there. there's none and she can't photograph for us in there right so yeah. all she because can someone's do someone's ruined it for <laughs> everyone right by being aghast at what they've seen you know it was yeah. kind of like when we were talking about the auction and when like the dogs that were in the worst condition with rotten mouths and breast masses you know we want those dogs right but the but but the auction people don't they don't want that to represent them right so they stop allowing those dogs to come in and and now the now they can't be past seven years old and they can't be past this or past that and like the coco the standard poodle that they were appalled by they're a little frantic to get that dog out of there well the same thing for shelters that are down there with shoestring budgets and photographs hit social media and people are appalled and calling the city and raising hell because that dog is in there and it's in this kind of condition. Well, Which, you know, they, they, they should do, you know? If, 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 honestly, like, if, 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 if I were that shelter, I would be like, 
I would be blasting everything. Here's this. Here's that. We we're broke. We're dying here. We don't have anything. I can't do anything. I yeah. think somebody what it, somebody come help me. Right. With this dog. Yeah. Somebody come help me. But with you know this where dog. it stops? It stops when you get into the upper into higher uppers of like city council members and mayors. Yeah, they don't want those calls. I, I, they I don't, don't want to get inundated. They don't and they yeah. don't want their city that they don't want that to be they want to get of their city. Right. Yeah. They don't want that black. Even though mark. it is. Even though it is. Yeah. You're like you're covering up this black eye. Yeah. It's caked on makeup over your black eye right, there. Right. But it's 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 still there, it's still sore, it still hurts, and it's there every day. And this would be a much more solvable problem if they could get the word out that hey, you need help. You need help? Cool. There's like there's people yeah. up north that can help, help totally. transfer dogs up here. Totally, man. Like, I totally let's agree. Work together. I totally Spend agree. Neuter trucks, let's go. And it has gotten better, you know, over the last couple of years. It has. Things are better than what they were when we first started. Mm-hmm. They got a long way to go, though. They've got a very long way to go, but and without raising your hand and saying honestly, like this is what's happening in here, and we need some help, and this is what you know would help us, and then you know it's it's much harder to help you. Right. Right. Yeah, because I mean, if you're just going to sweep it under the rug and have people come in and be like, yeah, you can rescue dogs, but you can't take photos. What? Yeah. It's like. Imagine, well, imagine doing what we do without taking photos of the dogs. No, no there's, you can't. You wouldn't can't. do it. The, the main problem, though, in the valley is spay-neuter. Yeah. Because you can rescue, 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 and that dog will be replaced by 10 yeah. more dogs yeah. tomorrow. That's rescue right. doesn't solve the issue down there. No, rescue does not, is not solving anything. And Wes and I have always felt, you know, really drawn to this area and felt just horrible for... The dogs that are there and, you know, how could we make a difference? You know, and us plucking out two or three dogs at a time, ten dogs at a time, I mean, that's a lot for us. This last group came in and they were going to have huge, you know, medical bills. But it's, you know, they're just like grains of sand on a beach. Yeah. And we're not really making a difference. We are bringing awareness to yeah. the area and we've gone in and we've done several things. We did a big spay-neuter initiative with another rescue group. We've helped feed strays down there. But, you know, it is t- almost 12 hours away from us. It is. I'm not sure people realize that because we're in the same state. I think if what Wes probably could show us, show how far away it is. Yep. Hold on. I mean, it's not easy. We can't just jump in the car. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's, not, it's, not, like, like it's not like we're driving 45 minutes and we're there or anything. No. You know. It's, it's, we're in North Texas, and this is is at the very we're darn near southern. oklahoma it's and yeah, this honestly, is like basically like, mexico yeah, basically yeah if, if you're looking at texas on the map there's the top hat and then the squiggly line we're about 60 miles away from from, from o- oklahoma where, where, where we sit right now yeah i mean you look it's not a loop it'll play you'll, you'll see you'll see how far we're 45 minutes from choctaw everyone's <laughs> <laughs> going everyone's going choctaw hey, they i just get frustrated by the the lack of you know openness down there it's like you know we want to come in and help you but you're you're sweeping it under the rug and you know we can't bring awareness and bring resources if you're not gonna well it's this chicken egg problem down there it's you have lots of problems and you need help but you don't want anyone to know that you have problems because that you think that makes you look bad so no one's gonna come help you with your problems because no one knows you have problems so you just have all these problems and nothing gets solved I know it's very it's, it's very frustrating I mean it is very frustrating like you said we can bring light to it 
And a little bit. And then what? That's a, that's all that's all we can do really. Like what else? Yeah, we're not like any kind of monolith that can roll in there and fix it or anything. No, like, but I'm I not talking about just us. I'm sure there's lots of other rescues out there that would like to go in there and help and there's do things. There's way more rescues helping than us. You know, think I mean, about like yeah. corporate sponsors and things yeah, that there's, you there's could do to the situation, but if know. you don't want the help because you think it makes you look bad, well, well, it, it mean, would require really some great this organization. Is just, this is speculation, yeah. you know, on our part. There is one city there. So Edinburgh does have the biggest, you know, shelter and has the most funds. They have an off-site adoption um, building, and they work really hard to try to get the dogs adopted out. And I think they've gotten grants from, you know, is it? The Bissell Foundation. And, oh, okay, yeah. Somebody know, down there got a million dollars. I, I heard about that. Like, it was it's, like a, it's called the Laurie P. Andrews Adoption Center. Mm. So Edinburgh is one of the cities. Problem is, we're talking about that this is going on in all nine of those cities. So each municipality has its own government and its own way of doing things. Mm-hmm. So there's coordination problem just yeah. right there. Yeah, that's there. what I was going to say. The coordination of it Politics. is... Politics. You know, we can't just go into one city and say, hey, let us help you. Because, you know, a dog can wander from, you know, one city to the next city and is picked up there and taken in. Um, well, we have pulled dogs from the valley. That <clears throat> Doberman Watson was one of them that Dr. D kind of tracked that dog's paperwork and that dog had been in four shelters down there. It had been moved around like it's in one that maybe there is no adoption and then they, they move it but to they a, love him so they try to and get they him try somewhere to, else. try to move him to one like well, the PV, PVAC where they do have adoptions and they have the public coming in in hopes of trying to get him and adopted. They, network, they have the ability and the staff to network their dogs and send out pleas. Yes. And they've gotten like in the last two years, they've gotten really good about that. You know, they've got an injured dog. They have yes. a mom with puppies, a medically, you know. Well, it's gotten to the point with PBAC that, you know, because they do have a presence on Facebook. They do have a page. They do update update the, the dogs, which people are watching all over the country. Like she said, a lot of people from the north will come down and, and pick up a bunch of these right. dogs. They'll, they'll come in their vans from New York yeah, and come down. right. So we're we're looking at that, and well, let's tag a few dogs from there. We'll tag this one, and they're already taken. They're already tagged. Yeah. So there needs to be a significantly larger percentage of those dogs networked in that way, especially in the shelters that don't that have no funds to spay and neuter. Right. And their only option is euthanasia or rescue. Right. It doesn't hurt anybody to take a picture and put it online. Well, the coordination of it is somebody has to volunteer down there to take pictures and upload them onto a Facebook page and have some presence where us and other rescues can go, let's go after that dog. And for us, we see a dog down there that we want to rescue. Immediately in our heads, we go, it's, it's an it? entire day, yeah. a 24-hour period to try to get that dog. Right. And, you know, if it's, if it's a desperate medical case, it's, it's, it's frantic to try to do that. And that's how we did it for the past years. five years. And it was always a nightmare. Yeah. You know, trying to coordinate getting a dog, like, out of the shelter, getting them, finding an ER that was open, 
Yeah, because you have to know someone down there that you trust that can pull the dog for you. That dog has to stay somewhere until you can get it with a transport, or it has to go to the hospital. Now you have to select the hospital for that dog to go in that you trust to do. There's so many things. In the meantime, we've got Ricky on the road, you know, driving yeah. 12 hours down there so to get down there. It's, it's and, really that, and that person also has to be, like, some kind of trustee with this shelter where you can come in, but you can't take pictures mm -hmm. you know, that's, it's right a, he has to have a relationship that's a, that's with a staff weird there, little so relationship you kind of have to have yeah you know, well, and, so. and now thank goodness we have yeah a little you know we have raquel on the ground there and she's able to she has relationships at all these shelters and she understands you know they don't want to be put out there as they're you yeah know. and she's able to pull and hold yes yeah. and raquel is able to keep dogs for us so, so she'll pull them and, and keep them at their house for even a, a few days until it's convenient for her to make the trek up here you know or for sometimes, us to get sometimes down that there. means we get to add some more we got you, you got one you're pulling it you're going to be up here right. you're leaving tomorrow what else can you get and fit in your car and bring up here and sometimes right. that's how we get more than one from down there and different states have different requirements for bringing dogs in so some states require you can't bring any heartworm positive dogs into our state yeah Sometimes they have to quarantine for like they two have to weeks. Quarantine for two weeks. So there's all kinds of like right, and some of them that have heartworm. They want yeah. yeah, no, not necessarily for heartworm. No, just for period. heartworm. No, for heartworm. Yeah, there so are some contagious. states that won't let them in. Yeah, they That's won't so let them in. That's so stupid. I've never heard that before. Yeah, yeah. We, well, so you know that the mom that we just sent. For it doesn't spread from one dog to another. It's not possible. I know it makes it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Okay. Well, so we the mom that we sent with Delia up to the shelter in Illinois, so she was heartworm positive. Well, we didn't find out about it until we already committed to her going. Well, some rescues will not take a heartworm positive dog. Some states won't allow it. We were just lucky that her rescue in Illinois would take her. Wow. With heartworm. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean... There's no, there's no contagion factor there. Like, why? Can, like, a dog that has heartworm get bit by a mosquito, and that mosquito goes and bites another dog, and that dog has heartworm? Like, is that possible? I don't know about the cycle of there the mosquito. There something there. Otherwise, it's just... This is a question for yeah. Dr. Reno. If you, ha if you have a dog that's heartworm positive, and it goes to a place where there's very little heartworm, and a mosquito bites that dog... Then, then does that it. mosquito become infected it with heartworm? There has to be something like that, because otherwise it be, doesn't make any sense. There has sense. to be some... Uh, infinitesimal possibility of like yeah it got from that dog to that dog from a mosquito like i'll have to research that because well, i do that not has know to be how to it that. works because otherwise how would they transmit it well it's not yes. like it's not like somebody would make a quarantine for no reason it's, it's possible that, like they don't know what they're doing and they don't know what to talk about it doesn't make sense but well that's how the plague was spread it's from fleas jumping on rats you know and you bite one that has the plague and then they go and bite another one that has the plague and it's the same idea Somebody over here has like the worst gas ever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it smells like I have a toad stuck to my face. Boy. That's no, how that it smells. I'm sure it's Frog Boy. No, it's bad. Whiff, frog so. Boy's not even over here. I think it's cute baby. <laughs> you blame it on my cute baby. Well, she's baby. the one sitting right Stinky here. Stinky horrible. There's a chewed up shoe under me. That's my shoe. That sounds like Bubs. Yeah, that's Bubs did it. Two Bubs. She likes to bite. So yeah, so this group of dogs that we got from the valley, this last group of dogs. <clears throat> holy cannoli. Well, we told Raquel to go in there and tell us what was in there, and she kind of gave us a list of things that we might be interested in, and and we don't even know the sex of them. We know nothing. No. Just, there's a poodle mix, and there's a standard poodle. There's some white ones. And, and there's some, there's <laughs> some, there's some, <laughs> some, some border collie mixes. Some two little fluffy dingoes. And 
And I don't remember what else was in that. Well, the, she had the two little puppies. We still have two puppies. We that still are have down two in the puppies that are quarantine. Yeah, that aren't haven't come up here yet. And then, you know, so we just tell her, you know, pull this one, pull this one, pull this one. Come to find out, they're they're all males. Well, Fitzgerald was supposed to be a female, but he was so matted you could barely tell he was a dog. He was so matted, but he happened to be neutered. So somebody cared enough for him somewhere at some time. Somebody to gave him a cursory him. examination down there, but did not find what they're looking for. <laughs> right. <laughs> so somebody's looking for testicles, and there aren't any. So they're just assuming it's a female. His the rest of his body was covered in well, mats. You couldn't even you couldn't see tell. his stomach. No, no, it's just a mess. So you know we pull all these dogs out of there, and you know we've got a lab who's he I don't know he's probably twelve. And heartworm positive. He's a funny dog. And silly nut, but he's, you know, he's an old, old man and has a heart problem. Right. And has heartworm. And then we had Fitzgerald, who has a terrible heart, bladder stones. He's not heartworm positive, though, I don't think. No, he's not. Um, We found out today that he was anemic going into surgery. Thankfully, he survived that. But, you know, I just think about that dog with those those bladder stones just living his life down there. Well, Dr. Bertrand, you know, said when he was in his bladder, you know, getting those stones out, that the inside of his bladder just looked like a cauliflower from just chronic, you know, inflammation of those stones. Just I just can't even imagine down. how bad so that is. So he's been in, you know, agony for a, long, for a very long, long time. Long time. Terrible. Long, long time. I mean, I cannot imagine the relief. He said one of the stones was stuck down in his urethra, and they had to really manipulate, manipulate, trying to get that out. So I imagine when he woke up this afternoon, he probably felt pretty good. Yeah. Terrible. We're going to have some pee burning for a couple of days. Well, his life has been pee burning forever. He'll have a catheter. No, it's been burning, but not much pee coming out. That's what his life's been. I just remember them saying in the shelter, this one is sick. There's something red on his stomach. Yep. On her stomach. On her stomach. Yeah. (laughs) Now we know. On Ella Fitzgerald's stomach. Like all these dogs, they have all these problems. And like, there are problems that you could have seen and known about. Like, it's all, like, weird internal exotic stuff. Like, what's that tick-borne illness that dog has? That's weird. Well, with Nat King Cole, it's, the question is, is it babiosis? Is that what it's called? Babiosis. Which I had never heard of before. Well, when the vet said it I'm to me. I'm not going to try to pronounce that I'm one. like, can you please <laughs> <laughs> And when I shot it over to Dr. D, she's like, all right. <laughs> and I could tell she was Googling. <laughs> and then she got his symptoms of an enlarged spleen and lethargic and his platelets are completely dropped. And she's like going, you know, this could be Evan's syndrome, which I didn't know what that was either. Well, yeah, that's a new one. Us. We yeah. have never had that what before. That? Evan's syndrome is an autoimmune, autoimmune. disease. Um, so we're still not sure right now. But listen to this, what Dr. Bronstedt said about it today. About why he might have gotten it. This is crazy. Well, it's not why he got it. It's, it's because I said to him. Because to bring it on. Right. So he, 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 he's hoping that it's Evan's syndrome, even though. Either one of them, they only have like a 50% chance of surviving this because, so we're waiting for the 
the IDEX test on the babesiosis, I think it is, the spelling of it is B-A-B-E-S-I-O-S-I-S. I said it the Texas way, babyosis. Probably all said it wrong. Jalapeno. Babyosis. Y'all. Hodart. Babyosis. In the wheelbarrow. And your wheelbarrow. Anyway, so he said with the Evans syndrome, I said, how could he just come on with that out of the blue? He literally had his blood work done at Dr. Reno's last week. Everything was normal. So I said, how can we have a dog crashing like he is, completely down and out, platelets bottoming out from one week to the next? And he said, you're not going to believe this, but they, t- they typically come on with a cold front. And I'm like, what? Never heard that one. Come on. Well, what does come on mean? It's an autoimmune disease. And he said, said, we've seen it a thousand times. What? A thousand times. It's it's not like some germ that comes in on a cold front. It's like an atmospheric thing. It's something in his body that's activated. It's like a barometric pressure thing. Well, it's a barometric pressure thing, but it triggers something in the body. In their immune system. In their specific body. It's not something that like travels or some kind of contagion. He said over and over again, we have seen come into the emergency room with you get a cold front coming in and it's like, boom, we're going to get hit with autoimmune disorders. So, 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 so it gets cold and the dog's body is like, it's cold. I'm going to make physiological adjustments to my body because it's cold. And then the body's like, oh, it's out of control. Now we're in autoimmunes. That's, that's what's happening. I, d- I don't think that there's really any science. Well, I mean, that's 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 but look at, look at it this way. An it's autoimmune, an autoimmune it disease is an overactive immune system. <clears throat> so coming out of a cold front, your body's going, all right, we got to get ready for something. Make this warm and make that And now your autoimmune disease is going, I said to him, that's nuts. And he said, you're right, it is. He's like, it's par for the course for y'all, that's how you roll. All the years that they've been doing this, he goes, we've seen it a million times. I've seen the same thing on Dr. Pohl. When they get like a weird, when it get the quick change like that or something, and then all the cows And all the cows are sick. Yeah, (laughs) they just can't do it. So it kind of sounds like it's Evans syndrome, and we won't know until the IDEX test comes back tomorrow. Because if it's Evans syndrome, he needs to hit him with steroids and cyclosporine as fast as possible. But we can't do that if it might be the babiosis that he, you know, that we have to treat a different way. So yeah. he's he's on limbo he's right now, wait. yeah, waiting for that to come back. So these are the things that have come out of the valley in our little group. Oh, and then we have the little Shih Tzu Ray Charles, who, believe it or not. We we name these groups before these dogs, we even see them. I swear it's, I thought you knew that before. I thought you knew that. No. Yeah. yeah, I was like actually kind of mad at her. I was like, this is a little it's a little on the nose, yeah. you know? Like <laughs> no. He's a blind color by Charles. But now, we have to say even though it's suspected that he has limited vision, we don't know that for certain. He may be able to see I've seen that shadows. dog walk around in the yard. He can see some stuff. Dr. Reno said he's blind. Well, <laughs> I've seen him go up, go up a step. Is he legally blind, or is he? I saw him walk over to a crate and lift his leg on yeah. the crate. He can. That dog can see some stuff. So I'm, he's going to go to the Veterinary Eye Institute, and they'll yeah. tell us what exactly he. You know, so I hate to label him as blind. Well, he's and like, a he, broken pelvis. He's functionally he blind. Like he might as vision. well be blind. Ray Charles can, can see shadows too. <laughs> he could. But it was kind of funny. It was a little, a little bit, a little bit ironic that 
I slapped Ray Charles on him, and then he a comes up blind. A little bit ironic. Line. It's, it's, a, lot of, it's a lot of bit ironic. It's like, and it's no, so I did ironic, not know that ahead of time. Don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> but in the history of the rescue, this is the sickest group we have ever brought in. Pastries. From anywhere. From pastries. anywhere. Yeah. Well, pastries. I don't know. The pastries were really bad, too. The pastries were bad, but the, it, because we have age Scone. with it. Well, that's right. You know, we, yes. th- these dogs are all very old. Yeah. You know, Coltrane that makes is them old. Harder to Fitzgerald is old. Ray Charles is old. They're all old, and which is going to make them harder to place. Yes, it's harder to harder to fix them too. If like like that one dog we almost lost on the table today, where there was yes. a chance, because he's infirmed and he's old, and and they're dogs that will be on life a lifelong medications. Yes. To, to keep them healthy. And yes, those dogs are very difficult to find homes for. But you know, when I get that application that comes in and they say, hey, you know, I see that you have, you know, whatever the dog's name is, and this is a senior and I just really have a heart for, for a senior dog. And, you know, I love, I mean, I'm already in love with that person before yeah. I ever even Glad you exist in the world, person. You know, yeah. I just think anybody that opens their home to you know a dog that you know has a short amount well of it's it's like it's like i've said before and i'll say this on the page that's the truest form of rescue it when is. people yep. will step up to take a dog that really needs it well not and not only medically but in, but psychologically right. you know when you have damaged dogs that you know like thelma that you know the bordeaux like abraham the you know border collie mix you have dogs that are damaged like that it, it takes a, a special person willing to put up with i never the best those that dog people. can give you and the bless be- that person yes yeah. that abraham is just rocking it in his home too i talked to his mom and she i mean she's over the moon for him and like it, she just she describes his behavior to me i'm like i don't know who that dog is yeah. i've never seen that dog yeah. i've never even touched that dog physically it's he's like, like you know snuggles her and sleeps in her bed and stuff like, like um you know one, one uh, another dog and, and they actually you bad kitty. Don't pee Cookie. in here, kitty. <laughs> I see you looking. <clears throat> there was another dog that I was, I was thinking about today. I was thinking about, I was thinking about Abraham. And they, they actually looked pretty similar. And it was um, Fausto. Yep, oh, Fausto. Yeah. You know, because I was thinking about... Which dog? Fausto. Fausto. He, lo- he looks pretty much he like Abraham. He was from the Valley, too. And he was... He was oh, when, I remember when, him. when he first came from in, Terry, he, was, Terry. he was pretty, pretty high-energy... And, you know, there's a lot of macho bravado. Because I was thinking about it today, and I was thinking about, like, the, you know, what I was going to mention earlier, which is, man, I can't believe some people don't think that there's any, like, behavioral side effects from Spain and neutering That's dogs. That's <laughs> Like, Fausto is, like, the poster child mm. of that. He came back for boarding one time. I'm like, who's that? Yeah. Like, I, I don't even recognize him. He's just this sweet, intelligent, inquisitive guy who's, like, just... Looking for your every direct when before he was very reactive, mm-hmm. had some of that terrier border collie stuff going on. But man, all that stuff. How it many? Just, it just how goes many away. times do we have uh, like this group of males that we have together that you know? And that's my biggest thing is when we get a big group of intact males, we're gonna have behavior issues. Yeah, because they're to gonna change them gonna... like logistically. Like this one goes over here and this one goes over here because that, them together. Well, it just it just, whole... it just depends on what you're brought. What's what's brought to the table? Right. I mean, right. Most most of it is lack of experience and there's a little macho bravado thing but you know if someone's there and knows what they're looking at and making <laughs> corrections you can usually quell it sometimes it can be a little much it's not going to go anywhere but it's a constant thing right you know so and it's sometimes like, okay, we we'll can't have them in the same place, place. Yeah. yeah you know we yeah. can't have these two males yeah. in the same place they're both very dominant 
They're yeah. both going to challenge each other. And it's not that they're going to kill each other. It's just really annoying the macho bravado Absolutely. headbanging thing that happens on a constant. It's every, every, every time that happens, you, you roll know. the dice like that might be a fight. That you know, might be a fight. Cause these, well, it's just, it's just two guys with no experience, jacked up on hormones, just locked in the same spot. And there's little ladies moving around, too. Yeah. You know? So yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of variables for just trouble. And when you but neuter that, that slowly starts to settle it down. It does. And if it anybody does. thinks that it doesn't, they're incorrect. I don't get it. In, you are incorrect. Like some of those European breeders of, of, of French Mastiffs that I've, I see on <coughs> Facebook, and you go on some of those comment threads, and they're just like, I never castrate my dog. No. It's like, what? Yeah, well, they don't have the experience that we have. I well, mean, oh, I, I get it. There are physiological reasons, especially... Oh, for mastiffs especially is why you want them to be unaltered for you know a year and a half or something make sure they have all that testosterone to build that big body the big body grows the best way i can kind of see that argument sure but like to say and for people to emphatically say that there's no behavioral changes whatsoever it's like i don't know what kind of experience you have but man yeah. that is like yeah. possibly wrong. that is like me is that based on your two experiences with like two right. different dogs or well i mean they're exactly they, they, they spent their whole life around unaltered dogs and they met one altered dog one like yeah you, you might as well walk in a room with me and then you turn off the light and say the light's still on i mean it's just it's just a ridiculous notion that there's no behavioral changes i mean I think that I think a lot of them are speaking from experience of having one dog or two dogs or three dogs and and I mean think about think about boys think about male dogs intact that are just big sweet boys Especially and the mastiffs you yeah. know and it doesn't it doesn't matter mm, it doesn't yeah. change anything for them yeah. but they haven't seen the monsters that we've yeah. seen yeah. because they need to be neutered and you, you know? haven't taken that dog and had him in a group of 10 other males exactly you know and and see what he's going to bring to the table right. in and this situation. one's going to challenge this and one and this one's going to change yeah. and you get the same thing with females you'll get the totally. same thing with females I'm not dog sexist right <laughs> you know you got females in heat and you're challenging each other and Totally. Yeah, and all the ladies listening with a period can like totally understand what we're talking you got about. Got a big gaggle of Frenchies, and that's a nasty little group. Yeah, there. dude. Male mamas. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and a male. We've always said a male mama knows another male mama. Yeah, they, they do. do. It's really kind of Especially crazy. Especially when they're one of those hot ladies with a hair trigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, we can have male mamas at the ranch with uh, you know we'll have thirty other dogs in there. And you bring you in another mill mama, and they and they they, they, gonna, they, they see, them, from, see from each other from the across yard. the room, and they bring their knives out, and it's like hi ya. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes it is very sweet too. It's not like that all the time. Well, no. remember when Wes put the blanket down, and all the little mamas got on their blanket? That, that was the, the the tree flower Frenchies. Yeah. yeah. When they had them all the same, those are. We slept all those dogs in the same den, and it was like 20 Frenchies. No, the, not in the same. I mean, they weren't yeah, all in the same den. But there was, there was, we there would was put like six or eight of them in a, in a, in a, a great big den. A big yeah, because den. Those, those Frenchies like to be together. They loved yeah, each that, other. That's, no. that, that's, that's why we did that, because they're all on the floor, and they're all just kind of pooling together in a group anyway. I'm like, so let's put a blanket down there, and I just have Frenchie Island, and they're all just... <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing over there, BB? BB, BB, BB. She wanted up there. Oh, BB. She can have whatever she wants. We saw you be undignified. <laughs> BB. I'm just gonna sass Laura. Oh, BB. Here comes monkey hugs. Here comes monkey hugs. Here but yeah, it hugs. is it is hard to save dogs that are down there because of these just these multiple issues. There's multiple contagious contagion potentials. The distemper. And, the distemper. Know, the distemper. The, the distemper. I mean, we're rolling the dice. 
every time we bring a dog mm -hmm. in yeah. that we don't know their background. Well, it's we're not rolling the dice. We're still running a protocol, but, you know, I, I remember talking earlier when I say, and I'll, I'll always repeat myself because it's just true, is that rescue is triage. You know, you take on what you can take on. You know, so at this part of the year for, for our for our rescue, we're able to take on those dogs, of course, sight unseen, a lot of variables. Up Knowing full well that we have the room to quarantine. Yeah, them, right? it, yes, and sir. exactly. We only took a number that we know that we can handle with this type of stuff in mind. In and, the worst and, case and, scenario. And running it's rolling the dice every time, and, but and, we know and, what to do every dice roll that comes and, up. And, exactly. and, and running this quarantine and, you know, keeping to that. But, you know, if we didn't have this... You know, we we could be we could be saving multiple other dogs, and that's that's where the where the triage exactly. thing comes in. It's exactly. like it's like if you knew if if you knew ahead of time you can save this dog, but this dog wouldn't would would stop you from saving maybe fifty or a hundred other dogs. Mm -hmm. You know, multiple situations. You, you know, I'm talking about like behavioral aspects when we were talking about aggression and stuff like that. You know. One, one, one aggressive dog would, would, would take the time of rescuing 30 to 50 dogs. You know, it, it, de it depends on how hard they are to work on. So, you know, with the, with the triage aspect of, like I said, taking dogs from the valley and it's not on. a lot of different contagions, it can, it can hinder the, the rescue aspect of being able to take on more. And we, well, are because the at, dogs we, we are kind of at a little standstill right now. Right, because the dogs that we have at the sanctuary, we've got upper respiratory infection. And we knew going in that we were going to bring this little cluster in, and we didn't have any other dogs at the sanctuary. Yeah. So we were comfortable so knowing we're, that if somebody totally. was sick, hey, they just all quarantined together. Right. I mean, they had already all been together for a week at Raquel's. Yeah. So... You know, whatever they're exposed to, they're all exposed to. They've all been to, exposed they've been, to it. They've been together. They travel together. And then now we've got them all together at the sanctuary. Yeah. And Would you break that one? No, it's like really hot. Yeah, I always, I always get hot. Oh, kitty. We got camera troubles, kitty. I'm just going to hold kitty. Nick Burns coming over. Move. It came back on, but then it wouldn't. It wasn't counting. Okay. Now push the top button. I'm gonna say edit all this out. It's so hard. I think you should really do the technical difficulties screen. So do I. She goes, you won't let me. Just, just, just keep it true. Just keep it rolling. The old one that used to be on the TV screen where little. Oh has, yeah. yeah. What was that anyway? No, it's kind of like a dial. Or something. You need it the one Indian. from the. The drive-in movie theater. The, the intermission. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm thinking of like, like a. I'm thinking of like a round <coughs> thing with it's lines gray. through. No, it. it's gray with like a circle, and it's like she said. It's That's an on Indian. the TV. No, we had oh. an Indian headdress here in Texas. Really? What? Yeah. yeah, we had is that a pub, that's yeah. a pub, Is that an emergency service or is that a is that a no, technical difficulties? When, when the television was shut down. Because it. back in the day, yeah. when, when we the were young, wait, say that again. When the television would shut yeah. down at night. Yeah. How old Our parents are old enough to know that what that is too. They didn't yeah. broadcast twenty four hours. No, they no. they quit it. Yeah, like TV's off at like ten ten o'clock. You guys are old. Goodbye. Whoa. <laughs> you had four. They went off the eight, air. And they go off the air. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. I'm That's telling you, bananas. TV today. Two, four, five, seven, nine, eleven, 11 and thir thirteen. Thir thirteen and, and, and twenty-eight. <laughs> no, that's not it. Wait for it. Oh, that's it. 
Let's Isn't take that the, the dating game? Slow. That's her bop. That's the, that's the music from the dating game. That's what we're doing. That's, yeah, that's Herb Albert and the Tijuana Brass. That's right. That's what I'm going to do. He's drunk. <laughs> it's from The Simpsons. See, I wanted to do that, anyway, and I want, I wanted to have, like, B... This is why you don't have a serious topic. I know. You know That's why I want, I want to have B, like, holding wires in her mouth. Like, <laughs> <laughs> No, it needs to be buzzed. No, that should be Ed. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> this is what happens with our show. It just goes off my tangents. <laughs> you need the the uh, intermission thing that Quentin... I can do all that stuff, Quentin dude. Quentin They won't let me do anything. Yeah, movie. I have that, too. I have, yeah. I Here we go. Movie references. There movie go, references. Yeah. Movie references. Hey, we're sorry that you're not fun. I'm sorry you're not cool. And like, I don't want to ever watch a Quentin Tarantino <laughs> movie. You don't watch any movie more than one time. No, I don't. because she's a square with diamonds. Because once you've seen it, why do you want to see it again? Uh, once you have seen it... Did you enjoy it? Yeah, but I don't want to see it again. So you would not enjoy seeing it again? No. So, what, Others so you're what we call non-fun. Yeah. Yeah, you're no fun. There's not a single movie that you want to watch more I than get one it. time. There's movies that I watch. She wants to watch time. The Family Man again. The, yeah, that's the best movie oh, ever. I have to watch that. They didn't. We didn't get to watch that for Christmas Whatever. this year. It sucked. There are she, movies. I like The Family Man. Why? You already seen it. Why do you want to watch it again? I didn't say. I, I, ask oh. me if. Ask me if I would sit down to watch it again. Odds are I will not. I, I bet you if I put it on, you would watch it. If it's on in the room, that's fine. Why? But like me sitting like intent and looking at it, it's not going to happen. She's monster. It's just not going to happen. She's not like us. <laughs> We're not sure where we came from. One of us is not like the other. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm not a. I'm just not a huge movie person. Yeah, like you're square. Sorry. Like you. <laughs> we don't understand you. Square. You know, there's another aspect of the valley that we haven't talked about. Look at Laura trying to rein us back in. Yeah. She's got an outline over there, probably. Look. <laughs> I know she made notes. You could have edited it perfect, but then you screwed it up. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> that is, the dogs that are down there to be rescued, unfortunately, are not dogs, generally, that people want to adopt. That's yep. right. In Texas. And the majority of our adopters... No, it's me. I'll come check it. Going. The majority of our adopters the picture shut off. are in Texas. We we do adopt to people that are out of state, but um, these are mainly mixed breed dogs. Mm. That's what's well, that's what's down there. Yeah, you know, so you've got your pit bulls, your shepherds, chihuahuas, chihuahuas. So in Texas, the number one most euthanized breed is the pit bull. And the number two most euthanized breed is the Chihuahua. And it's really? not. Yes. Yeah, man. Because it, so many when them. you. So many of them. There's so many. And it's not like, you know, everybody knows I'm a Chihuahua lover. Well, I have cute little three pound white Chihuahua, perfect kind of confirmation. Yeah. When we're talking Chihuahua in Texas, it's a mixed breed Chihuahua. Yeah. And so they're leggier and taller, and they've got some Chihuahua in them, but they're just mainly a mixed breed dog. Yeah. And little Mexican street everybody, dogs. Everybody, everybody wants them to be rescued, but then no one wants to adopt up. them. So the problem for well, us becomes yeah, he's been, he's been. It, it's hard for us to rescue a dog that no one wants to adopt. Right. And that's just the cold hard facts of it. That's now, this right that's here. Just that's another that's part of uh, triage. Yes. 
It is. Now, that's it. That's it right here. That's this is, this is the dog that you rescue from the valley that nobody wants. That's Diggity Dog. Oh. I kept him. I love know? him. He's a wonderful dog. He's great. Here's any, nobody. Nobody applied for this dog except for like one or two people, maybe. I don't think anybody applied for him. He had one. Uh, he had a couple. Not very many, and we had him for a long time. And <clears throat> this is an example of well, a dog that nobody wants to adopt. He was yeah. all jacked up, but. And then and then me. you add a mixed breed lab mix. I use that term so incredibly loosely. What yeah. that means is it's a medium-sized dog with short hair that's it's black, one color. and that yeah. just throws into the lab the lab mix category. Usually has a tail. And oh, when no. they're bla- and when they're black, <laughs> nobody notices them. You 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 just you can't make them stand out. You just can't make them stand out. It's just they are so difficult to photograph. Impossible. To you can't you can't. It's so hard to capture. I have two black dogs, and man, I try all the time. I'll try different times of day, like on the couch, and it's just like. Oh. I have, when I had Satchmo, it, it, it was the same it, it thing. He just disappears. What you know? I have the dog every day, so I you see all those nuances and things that you know. Well, of course, I photograph a lot, so that's kind of my thing. But like, you know, I, I, hey, hey, please. What I see every day, it's like I, you, you you just can't capture on a black. It can be so freaking difficult. And you can, the biggest trick for you at home if you have a black dog is to swing that caption all the way down on, on the edit. But, like, it, it's, it's still very hard to, to just capture the essence of that dog for it to portray to somebody else to where it kind of has the opportunity to maybe speak to somebody who was like, oh, look at that dog. Yep. But when it's just a dark blur on a screen and you don't even see eyeballs, it's yep. like, well, Can't connect scroll, to that dog. you yeah. know. See, so I don't have that trouble with my proud boy. Look how cute yeah, you is. do. Yeah, you boy. do. The last picture you posted on him, I'm gonna trash on you publicly. Go ahead. That the last picture of Lamont that went on the Facebook page, it was horrible. Oh, Man, why can't you? Can Jessica's you, a terrible photographer. You, I never claimed that I wasn't. <laughs> Honestly, I have many, no, many strengths, but is, that's not one is, of them. It is a great photo, but I don't get how Just you look adjust at the contrast. I don't look how you look uh, how you look at that photo and be like, oh, that's great. You can't even see him. You can't see his eyes. He's just this big. Black mask with a blue collar running out. Oh, oh my! I mean, it's, it's, all, it's, it's all framed right, and the action shot's good. I because mean, you can't get anything else. But yeah, if you because can just, they're they're just, con- just make an adjustment to the, to the uh, contrast. Black I point. don't know what I'm doing. Well, you could learn and take better photos, yeah. couldn't you? No. <laughs> yeah, I, wh- before, but, you know, if, before if, if that last that Saturday that I wanted a home for him, it's not going to happen. Nobody can yep. see. No. Nobody can see that dog. If you can't see it, then you can't. And what I'm, what you mean by see the dog Connect. is you have to see the soul of the dog. And the soul of the dog is through their eyes. Yeah. And if their eyes are the same color as their hair, you can't get that. And that's you totally c- true. I was just thinking, I, I was just going basic with just like the body style or like how big is this? Like trying to understand a reference of you how got, big you, this you've dog You've got is. to see its soul and well, you can only see that. Don't get me wrong. I, I am the biggest that I tell my friends that all the time when they're asking how to sh- photograph their dog. It's like, you need eye contact. Yeah. yeah. Like, you need, like, when you see you that dog that, sold through the viewfinder, yeah. finder, push the button. You've got the picture. Jessica sits out there with me. How many times do I complain about there's certain dogs that I'm trying to photograph they and they're dogs that oh. don't lift their heads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're dogs that walk around the yard and, and they do not lift the their time. heads. If, if, uh, if I it's can't... always that dog with the owner. It's like, is he doing okay? There's no pictures. <laughs> I couldn't see you in the yard. All it's the pictures like, of your dog sniffing the ground. Of, of a dog walking by yeah. with its head down. Yeah. I got the top of your dog's head in 80 yeah. photos right now. <laughs> and it's true. And when you have a dog that's a rescue that 
you know, Laura will say, you know, we've got no applications for this dog. Nobody's looking at this dog. And you try, and it's a dog like that that doesn't lift its head, doesn't. Yeah. It's hard. It's very difficult. Yeah. It's very difficult. And to we've had those where it's like, I need that dog back at the ranch so I can photograph yep. it. Yes. <laughs> yes. They and, you know, it's a dog like, sometimes like that, they go into a foster home. And some mm. fosters are really good about pictures and some dogs aren't. Yeah. And Some of them are photographer yeah. quality like me. Some of them are terrible, like Jessica, with their awful, super bad, their photo quality. The worst. In my defense, (laughs) I usually always work with you, and you're kind of like a control freak, which is really handy for you, isn't it? Yeah. So it's so I don't I, ever I'm take nice pictures. coincidence that you don't have to learn it because yeah. you always work with yeah. the one person who takes. Well, it. I used to work on Tuesdays before Rona, it's and so I would weird. take pictures. It just randomly once a always week. works out that way, schedule wise. Believe me, we don't want her to have the camera. <laughs> she could take a good shot. It's just it's just some of the editing is. Hmm. Oh, we are. You can put that on the. We're we're currently we're, we're, we're currently cur- having puppies. Oh, having puppies. Right on. She For finally pops. Sakes. The chihuahuas. Oh, 12 teen of them are coming What's out right? now. Unity. Unity. She's got 15 Unity. puppies coming out of there or what? I think there's seven. <laughs> I saw her picture. There's probably 15. Yeah. Big fat puppies. No, I think there's seven. And she's got seven massive puppies in there. <laughs> well, she's not having them. Her temperature just dropped, right? Oh. No, I, th- I thought she said she's... Well, wait 45 minutes. It probably happens. She's ready. No, that could be 24, 48 hours. She's ready to pop. Hey, 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 I see you, yep. diggity dog. That's your diggity What's dog over there. Lifting his leg. He's got a wrap on. I know, but still. Why do you think he has a wrap on? Hey, that's a corrected. Hey, that's a crime. Hey, hey, correct him. We're not doing that. Do you know why he did that? We're he, not. He just hey. had a, he was just having a macho standoff with Sweeps over mm-hmm. here, and Sweeps just kept her own, like, what do you, you want to go? He just did go? the same thing over here with B. And then he finally just did, like, the high head. And then walked mm-hmm. away, and well, then that's was... why he went over there and peed on the So he's couch. like, well, I'll just go over there and yeah. pee in my wrap over there. Because that sweeps put me in my place. Don't so come over here again with sweeps. He's in there. What are you Ed? doing? He's sitting doing? in there in the crate. He's being She walks out from time to time and wiggles a little on ball. Yeah, every once in a while she's underfoot under my feet. Yeah. You can bite him, sweeps. She's not bright. You can bite him anytime you want. Get him. Sweeps is straight. So with those dogs that nobody wants, so we have to get them from 12 <coughs> hours away, then get them to us, and then we would have to try to find a rescue in the north because a lot of the mixed breed dogs are wanted in the northern states. Where they, I guess, don't have dogs in shelters. I don't. Well, because they have less, they don't have a spay and neuter problem. And yeah. it's also because, like the, the 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 types of dogs that are down here that we have abundance of, they have none up there. They're kind of like a rarity up yeah. north. So people up there are like, oh, we've never seen this before while well, we're inundated with them. So it's like, I think it's great. I, think I mean, it's great. And we've, we've worked with these uh, many different rescues before that we'll send them up north and we'll continue to. I mean, I know Wes talked to a guy on the phone one time that ran a rescue up in the northeast. And he's just like, you just give me all the chihuahuas you can ever find because I can find homes for them in two seconds. Uh, Come on down. Okay. Yeah. You know, and this is one of the good things that social media can do. That's right. Like, let's do well, it. Well, that's what the, I'm saying is so frustrating is that there's so much help available. Right. There, there are places it's for just, all of these dogs to go. Right. If they, these are solvable problems. Yeah. It just requires a lot more cooperation. Well, you put your hand up and say, can you guys help me with this? Yeah. Well, at, in addition to spay and neuter clinics, programs. That has to happen down know. there for the problem to stop. Okay? Yeah. The problem yeah. doesn't stop until that happens. Right, right. But but all of those things are part of you know solving the problem. Right, it's, but we don't know how to solve the problem, and we don't know anyone who's itching to solve the problem. So all we know how to do is tell everyone that we can that there is a problem, and maybe someone that does know how to fix it will see. Like, 
I know what you should do, or I'm going to go down there and fix it. We don't know how to do anything else to help. Well, we do know rescues that are going in there and doing what they can to pull out and, and transport up north. I'm not sure if there's people who are trying to coordinate spay-neuter clinics and trying to do low-cost, besides Leslie. I mean, I know she was trying to do it. I've not heard of anybody else doing a major... Right, and well, that's what and, and that's I mean, what now they is need. not really the time for that because and, there's and so many other people struggling that that dogs is just. Well, the I mean, we got the Rona, and it's people are trying to pay their bills. You know, people are hungry, yeah. <clears throat> but you know, it, I mean, sure, but if if it's something that we can set up or maybe raise some funds to do, and we do another one of those drives where we send one of those buses, and you know, they're able to spay and neuter like a hundred dogs or something like that. I see that as a huge win. It you know, is. A, a lot, it would be nice if there was hundreds of us doing that. No, you, right. just, you, know? you need somebody with like Bezos money to be like, all right, oh, absolutely. I'm going to solve this. No, I'm going to throw money at this until this it gets... Is, this, is, this is also something I want to talk about, too, is that like no matter what the problem is, like especially when it's like, you know, socio-political problems or... You know what? If, if, if you have one problem, there's many... That, that problem isn't just one problem. There's not just one thing that you can do to fix that. No. This problem no, needs not. all, th there's many different problems in this one problem. And sure. there's many different ways to, to address that. And the best thing you can do is address as many of those things in a different way as you can. And that's, I guess, what we're trying to just on a small scale highlight and do, or it's like, it's being new to programs. Support other rescues down there is what we do. Well, and we, support the we people. We also support transport uh, rescues that come in from out of state to bring all those Financially, we, up north. Yeah, we, 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 try, we will support that. We try and rescue we, our own. We, we still we sponsor other rescues. We try and help other we feed, we to feed the strays. Yeah. I mean, there's, so there's many different ways to address it. And there is no one. The, there's the, not a magic bullet. There is not a magic bullet. Yeah. That's, you know. Because everyone wants that. Yeah. Oh, just oh, I scroll along and I see a problem. I want to, oh, I want to fix it. Just want to push the it's button. It's always and fix somebody it. do something. It's a little more complicated. Yeah, than the that, somebody I is know. you. I right. can't, I can't um, imagine being but, that person that types is, the comments. Somebody do something. But, but there is, but there is no wrong answer. I mean, gosh, just pick one of those things that is is a fix of this big problem. All of them, all of them are, are the right idea. You know, like I said, rescue them, pull them, support other rescues, get well, them out of there. Anything that you can do anything. to help is better than doing nothing. Yeah. Right. But it is it is a still a huge problem, and and we definitely uh, need help. But I, but you know what? I would like he talked about you know this, like Bezos money. Let's say somebody here, here's twenty five million dollars. What can you solve down there? Put me and Laura on it. Spay every dog. For in a 50 mile radius. You can't, you can't do that though. You can't just door knock and be like, give me your dog and take a No, you have, you have city programs. Clinics you have vehicle. Like, yeah, he, yeah. Here, not everyone's going to take county pro of this. No, no, but, but, but you're going to get them. But for all of them that will, it's free. You bring your dog in, it gets spayed and neutered. And, and you're going to make a giant Strays that are on the street get rounded up. Spay and neuter them, put them back out. And hey, I mean, if if you really have, you know, spay and neuter them, ship what them we call, court. you know, fu money, where you where you're exactly. talking ultimate money. Yeah. Well, yep. Like if I had ultimate money, I would be I go down there and uh, you know get a team together and be like knock on the doors. And you know what? If if you have a dog and you want me to, and you want us to spay or neuter it, I'll give you two hundred dollars. Exactly. Boom. Right. Make it incentive. Worth while. Incentive. Boom. Incentive. That would knock things out real quick. How many? But how you're talking like Batman money, like that's like. Exactly, <laughs> but, but you're talking about Bezos money. You're talking about Batman money. Yeah. You had somebody who could throw well, those kinds of funds behind it. Batman had more money than. No, Bezos well, had more money than Batman. 
Oh well, now, <laughs> like in the in the last year, he didn't before. I mean, I'm, before I'm not going to have this argument with you right now, Wes. <laughs> but there, there is, there are a lot of things that people could do if there was funding that yeah. was big and wide. And you still have to have the cooperation of the people who are in charge. There. You do, but you knock on doors. Yeah. You bring a spay and neuter bus down into neighborhoods. You knock on doors. We're offering 200 bucks, and we'll spay and neuter your dog for free. I'll bet this you a lot a of... This is just a wild-out there idea. We're not trying to launch this or anything. It isn't, It's but... not going to work. I mean, <laughs> I don't we, to... We've had pie in the sky a lot of times, and yeah. then all of a sudden it's true. Right. Right. Well, I mean... Yeah, Bezos, if you're Shoot listening. Shoot for the stars. That's what I say. Shoot That's for not the what stars. You said in the beginning when I said I wanted a dog bus in a building. Because Laura just I shoots mean, for the stars out of a, control. Yeah, like, then the stars arrive. Stay in protocol with, with vaccinations because then you have the distemper thing still. Right. You'd need to have, like, you know, adoption facilities and vetting at those facilities because even if you spay and neuter them there's still going to be dogs out on the street getting hit by cars and yeah things like that yeah and while you're while you're knocking on doors you're building shelters and you're and you have the money to staff them and you have the money it's, it's money it's money and coordination yeah but and you could do a cooperation you could do too. a lot but we don't have either one we don't have that, that and kind once of, again you know the, all, all we can do all we can do is, is hey all we can do is highlight these things and yeah. just you know, if, if you can't do anything, you can still do something. And like I said, we're, we're still doing a lot. Um, but, you know, just making people aware of it is number one. Absolutely number one. And that's... Yeah, yeah most, most people that even live in the state of Texas don't understand the problem that's down there for both people and for dogs. Yeah. You know, for the longest time, when I f first started I this... And Laura would say, oh, the dogs, this is down in the valley. This is down in the valley. This is down in the valley. And I kept saying, what? What are you? say this what over, on and over and over to me. does this mean? What does it mean? She's like, well, it's down there by the border of Mexico. And I'm like, so? I lived in Southern California. How far were we from the border of Mexico with San Diego down there? This, this problem doesn't exist like this in California. This, do, this does not exist there. But, well, that's because San Diego is near the border of Mexico where we are, which is an affluent area. Right. So, so th that tells you how much of it is poor income of people being able to handle this. Not to mention the size of it. The, the state yeah, of the Texas is of huge. Is, is big, yeah. is, you know. It's huge. Well, it's, and this area of Texas that meets the border is a big area. It's huge. Yeah, it's huge. huge. I mean, you know, in California, yeah, where TJ meets San Diego is like a speck, right. and the yeah. rest of it is all yeah, like yeah, the, the super San desert, Diego, nobody lives we're there. We're talking about like an inch border, and for Texas, that's like... I don't know, 10, 10 of these. 10 times. 10 times yeah. the size of so, border yeah. in the, on, on Texaco. That's Texas populated on both border. sides of the border. Exactly. Right. Yeah. right. And ours is a speck of that. Right. Because, you know, living in Southern California, I never, I never saw the kind of problems with shelters and stray dogs and that, that I see when I came to this state. This, this is nuts. Well, it's, it's embarrassing to live in Texas. And to know we have this problem. It is. And, I've, and I've told you this from day one. It bothers me. It bothers me. It bothers me. You know, what can we do? Right. You know, you're almost rescuing with one hand tied behind your back. Yeah. You know, when you're trying to do it from here. 
you know, we're not on the ground there. You know? And and what we do rescue, like you said, it's tiny grains of sand on the beach, which is the same reference I used to, like, the, the dogs that we happen to pull out of the mills. Right. It's the, that's you know, what I was just going to say. It's the same, you know, this is not a problem that we can solve by ourselves. This is not a problem that you could um, just step in there and just, you know, fix it all up. And even what we're doing is only just a speck of what we can do. Right. And the 15 mill dogs that we happen to get out is are grains of sand on the beach compared to how many dogs are in mills in this nation right now. Yeah. You know, it's the, it's 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 minuscule. The the two different problems though are categorically hugely different though because mills how many times do I say this? The continuation of mills is in the hands of the public. Stop buying them. The business ends. What's going down down there in the valley is multifaceted. There's many different issues of trying yeah. to solve that yeah. solve that problem. Many different issues. But like you said, there's no magic bullet to just try to fix that down there. But you know, like I said, we just we just try and highlight all of them. You know. Yeah. Um, we just keep bringing awareness. Yeah, we see I really love being a part of that. You know, try, trying to fund that that spay and neuter program because I, I I think that's I think that's a big answer to it down there. Yeah, you know, just getting those buses down there and once again, you can't make someone, you know, want to fix their dog. Some, <laughs> so, some 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 people are of the opinion that it's like no, that's not that's not natural. And like right. I said, and that's against that exists in many cultural spheres. Right. You know, many people have that opinion, but. To some people, it's like, who are, you know, who kind of get it, at least, when it comes to owning a dog, where it's like, well, I don't want puppies, so if I can be, gosh, at least slightly uh, proactive, and somebody hands me, like, oh, well, spay your dog, cool. And they can't cool, afford it. Along. They can't yeah. afford come spaying or neutering their dog. I, I don't know how many we did. It was like a, over 100, I think, and that was it. With with the last go-round of that. No, it that. was closer to 400. Well, <laughs> dang. And whenever, I mean, you think about it, the 400 in compared to the tens of thousands of dogs that are out there, but what you have to look at is how many puppies those 400 dogs would have made. That's yes. right. It's compound yeah. interest. It's the most powerful force in the universe. I mean, so that's one really... One puppy that's equals 10 puppies equals 100 puppies equals 1,000 puppies equals a million puppies. What we accomplished with puppies. that. It's, yeah. and, and it was expensive. I mean, it was, you know, like $16,000 that we put rescue dollars into, but... You know, totally we're just worth it. We're totally just trying to do it. what totally we can. Investing in ours. Totally. That's right. Yeah. Totally. Oh, it's on mission. But, That's what but it is. you know, it's it's you know, when, when you're doing something like this, raising money is is the thing. And you know, you can try and raise money for different things, but the people kind of ultimately decide on what on what they want to kind of fund for you. Sure. You know, it's 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 not like we get to decide like, oh, we're gonna all do this now. You know, everyone kind of has to be like, yeah. Or, or you're not doing it. Well, it's what I say a million times on the page. We can't do A, B, C, D, E, F, G, X, Y, Z. We can't do this or that or this or this without without their support. Yeah, yeah. If we yeah, don't, their, don- their donations decide what we do. Exactly, yeah. exactly. You know, we can put a call out to you know a random person that needs help with their dogs you know, needs hip surgery or something. And, you know, we've done it a few times. Put a call out on the page. Does anybody want to help with this? And we're usually blown away by people that do, that do want to help other people. Yeah. You know, they love their dog. They don't want to have to surrender their dog, but 
They can't do a $10,000 surgery to replace a hip or, yeah. you know. Well, so, I mean, pe people are fundamentally good. And people are, want to help. Many times. And not everybody has the resources or the capability to help in the same way. So whatever you can do to help is helping. Right. Yeah. And you got some people who can donate $5. You got some people who can donate $500. Goes into the pool. And whatever it is that I'm requesting help for, those who want to donate to that, the, the last time I just did it was the medical dog, medical needs for these valley dogs. Some people, that's their passion. That's what they want to donate to. Yeah. Other people feel that way about mill dogs, and they want to donate for, for that. And that's fine. It's all, it's all fine. You know, we have, we have almost 200,000 people who follow us. So thankfully, we have a broad spectrum of what people want to donate to. Yeah. But it's not you. what they feel strongly about. Right. Yeah. Some people feel. Right. You know, Wes and I have always felt very strongly about the Valley Dogs, and it's always really bothered us. And, you know. Because you know, because you know why? Because I, I can't remember where I got this idea from. <clears throat> but this is what's always in my head was like. Which dogs did you guys save? We save dogs that are doomed. Dogs that have no chance, absolutely no chance of any kind of life besides us. That's the dog I want to see because that dog, if not for us, that dog stays there. Okay, doomed dogs. That's that's what dogs that huge medical problems. Everyone else is turning away from this dog. I want that dog. <clears throat> well, like Coltrane. That dog. Yeah. Know, he's ten years old. He's arthritic, heartworm positive, bad heart. Yes, and there we have him. Where but 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 but, but, but look at him because he's he's a he's a nice man. He's he's happy. He's a, he does, like, the first day he I'm came in, he's I'm like glad. upside down on the floor biting the towel. You know? Flips over on his back and just throws us meat waffles. <laughs> that's the, that, that, he was like so happy. That's the, that's the little little sparks of like, I wouldn't get to see that unless we were doing rescue for that. And this, this dog wouldn't get to express that to anyone else in his life except for that. Now we did that. We made that happen for that dog inside his mind and his body. And we made we make positive things happen well in this last group that came in we won't name certain sit you know i, I don't want to do that i don't want to shame or but they did come from a city where there were only two ways out yeah all of these dogs yeah came from a yeah. shelter where they either leave with a rescue or, or they're, they're euthanized. euthanized they do not have the resources to do adoption for me support. that's the mission those dogs have no other chance at all to get out they, that's it, the mission it's rescue in the truest sense of the word yeah. because See, I feel that same way about mill dogs, though, too. I do, too. And, that's, and it's not that mill dogs are going to die. It's just that they can't escape that life. And the only ones that can escape it are the few that make it to an yeah, auction. It's the same. It's a a doomed in a different way, yeah, but exactly. also doomed. Right. Not, right. Only, not only are the few that make it to the auction, but they're the even fewer who get that's right. purchased by a rescue. Well, right. they're both living in hell. They're just different, living in a different, different kind of hell. hell. Yeah. You know, this one is... Not going to get hit by a car, but it's stuck in a cage forever, churning out puppies. And this one could be hit by a car or yep. shot or, or get you know, attacked by other or, dogs or whatever. Yeah. Would you rather live in solitary confinement or be on Naked and Afraid? Yeah. No thanks. Yeah, I think it's These are your choices. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I never try and do that stuff mentally. I think it's, Oh, I do it I all the time. All the time. I think that type of comparison is, is, can be like really tiring. I, I, just, I just judge the circumstance and deal with that dog at the time. Because otherwise, I don't have the brain space to... Oh. Try and like, <laughs> met, you know, carry the weight of the world on my shoulders. Well, see, that, I, don't, I don't think that's uh, for you. I don't know how it is for you exactly, but for me, like, the brain's running anyway. Like, you can't stop it. You can't, you know, 
impede the flow of what it's going to think about stuff no matter what. all you can do is aim it okay and so i can aim it at let's solve this how do we solve it imaginarily like i could solve this i could solve like something positive can come out of that insane churning wheel that the brain does and i know her brain does it too it just absolutely does, <clears throat> so you can't stop it you can just aim it you yeah. just aim that wheel of the brain for to make something positive. i've got the wheel of the brain laura's got the wheel of the brain sorry i've got the, the wheel, wheel of the brain, the brain. I'm, I, I'm always saying that the way i think is like the dominoes that fall down i'm always looking ahead of what's going to happen if that you know i'm yeah. already way down there but see yeah. you guys have the advantage where like you got you have a wheel you have a wheel you have a wheel i have a wheel but your guys's wheel touches the ground so that you can go places with like something happens when the wheel turns. <laughs> this is just Mine spinning. spins and like that, nothing happens. This is just spinning causes hers stress. Hers is on a pulley and it's yeah, hers, a hers is on a pulley. Yeah. Hers pulls an elevator. How is a windmill? That's <laughs> <laughs> how we grist our grain. We're generating electricity. <laughs> Put a harness on that wheel. I mean, we have this conversation over and over and over, you know, we want to solve it. We're solvers. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. And so to know something is just so out of hand in your own state, and no matter what you do, it's like spitting into the wind. Yeah. I know today I had a visual in my mind of it. You know, the little boy who has his finger in the dike? Except for the dike has so many holes. Yeah. And, and the water is just pouring in. That's yeah. what it, the valley like feels like to me visually. Yeah. Is just, you know, you can do this. But then it's just rushing past you because you're bailing out your boat with a spoon, but it's yeah. pouring in. The need yeah. is just so yeah. But doing but so doing this, which is sticking your finger in the one hole in the dam, doing that gives you the ability to say, "Hey, everybody else, there's a bunch of other holes in this dam, yeah. but I can't plug them." Get all your so fingers out. <laughs> <laughs> like that's and, it. That's it. That's that, what we're doing. And I think that is happening because I've noticed, sure. like over the past two years, there's. There's yeah. a lot more rescues I, coming down to help. There's a lot yeah. more rescues yeah. coming. Yeah. I'm happy when we call in six tags to Palm Valley. And they're all pulled already. And they're already tagged. That's awesome. Yeah, hallelujah. And that never that did not happen in 2017. <laughs> we can go focus on something else mm -hmm. if we're not needed there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that was not happening, you know, three years ago. No, it was not. So no. things, I mean, I'm hoping things will eventually change it's possible it's just yeah. possible that we're and, uh, fomenting positive change in the region well you don't get to just like take all the credit or anything but like but you can't take none of once, the credit, once again like, it's 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 a multifaceted thing all we can do is draw attention to it if 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 the attention that we brought brings somebody else from the transportation side or another rescue or somebody else in the community is like hey doing. this sucks you know and does anything to like help like yeah. e even even just a of local Facebook posts, it being like even hey, sharing sharing a Facebook at post, least just raising any type of awareness is always a step in the right direction. Right, so, right. Um, well, I mean, l what we've said with our page multiple times is education is key. Yeah, you know, so we're, the, we're spreading the word of what's happening down there and bringing, bringing awareness, bringing awareness, and hope hopefully other rescues that are up north maybe see what we do and go. We, let's go down there and They're see like, what we can do. We can help with that. And you we've know? seen plenty of them say, hey, we just take our bus down there. Yeah. And we're like, welcome to Texas. Hallelujah. Come on. Yep. And they have, they have the, the difficult issue of not being able to take them across state lines. And, that, and that's another issue. People just think, oh, just go rescue a dog. There's and rules. It, no. So you've got to, you want to rescue a dog and take that dog across the border to Oklahoma 
Well, you don't just go pick up the dog and drive over to Oklahoma. No, you have to get that a health certificate. Has to go to a vet. You have to pay for a health certificate. And it's against the law to transport a dog across, you know, state lines without the proper um, health certificate. Right. You know, and if you were a single person, you know, doing that with one dog, they're not going to care that much. But if you're a rescue, they're going to they're gonna pull your 501. Right. And, Which, you know, when we go get dogs at the auction, the same thing happens. Yeah, we, we got to pay for health certificates. Yeah. To, we pay for the vet on site. Which are totally bogus, by the totally. way. It's totally crap. Yeah. They're Dr. checking Ni- good. Dr. Nikolai who signs a form. Yeah, it's... But, it's you know, we're just doing it because it's the law. Correct. Anyway, so, y'all. That's the valley in a nutshell. It's part one of part... 57 parts, 57 parts <laughs> of the valley, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Part one of our 34-part series. And happy birthday, Travis. Not yet. Well, by the time this airs, it'll already yeah, be that's his true. birthday. No happy birthday post saying right now. <laughs> I You're do not what, the boss of her. I do what I want. Yeah, that's not, that's, yeah that, that post is for her, not for you. I do what I want. I, I do what I want. <laughs> not this year. I'm gonna this is my you. baby boy. Look at me. Look at him. He shaved his that's beard. A, that's a, <laughs> he doesn't look yucky anymore. That's a parental privilege, all right? Yeah, she earned that. All right. No. Thanks, guys. <laughs> 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 <laughs>